the world is going on. Whatever we do, I want to be the best at it. We're talking about stuff that no one else talks about. Every time we got done with our meetings or like talks, I was just like super fired up. I just had like a million dollars drop in my hand. Would I change my life at all? I'm the guy that's going to take that big idea, bring it down to reality, and really understand can we do it. All of us are a genius in something. Welcome to Pocket Thoughts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pocket Thoughts. Today's date is Pocket Thoughts. May 26th. 2020 a beautiful day it was earlier but today it is raining and that is the worst start you could get to a podcast so everything <laughs> after that is going to be way better friend so what day is aware. this <laughs> today's tuesday okay today was beautiful but it today is, is also raining. raining it's raining but, now gotcha now earlier i think i think earlier it was beautiful but today <laughs> I guess the whole day has been raining. Yeah, I was on the spot. Bobby never tells me if I'm going to start these things off or not. So wow. I feel like you should just make the assumption that it's on you now. And honestly, you come out with just a bang. Like I, I feel like if I was actually listening to this and I'd never heard it before, and I always got an opening like you give, I'd probably black out with excitement. I mean, yeah. right? Everyone's so certain always of the date, but. You never get someone that pauses before the date. That's like really something unique, I feel like, about this podcast. I had to double check. And most people don't hear that a day's amazing and crappy at the same time. Depends how uh, your outlook on life. We're just trying to give unique takes here. Yep. Yes, sir. You want to you listen to some regular old podcast that starts off and says, oh, today was the best day of my life. Here's why. No, you got to hear the real stuff, and that's what we bring. Amen, brother. I like the honesty. <laughs> Joey, do you remember your question from last podcast? You said that you had a question that you wanted to address after. So <laughs> yes. I have not prepared a question. <laughs> two, weeks wow. ago. two weeks ago. Well, he, he was supposed to remember. He said that he wanted to oh, address yeah. it. And then he said, you don't need to get into it. We'll talk about it next time. And I was like, okay. Well, don't you edit your podcast? Couldn't you have listened to it and told us? Yeah, but it was after the show, Brandon. After the show. Should still record everything. All right, guys. So we're off to a strong start because Joe was supposed to step up with a question. That okay. He yeah, okay. Do you not remember this scenario that occurred? No idea. Time? I have zero serious? recollection of, what, of this. Zero recollection. Yeah. I have a question. Wow. How do I'm you guys? How I was I've been thinking about this. This happens every Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday. today. I know. <laughs> how do you guys keep your consistency of pushing yourself? Have we addressed that before? Not really. Like every, I mean, in some way we have, but I feel like it's a good thing to always touch on and go back. I like every Sunday or Monday, I just get like super hyped up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to crush it this week. And then like Tuesday or Wednesday rolls around and I'm like, it doesn't matter. And then I just kind of just forget about it. And then all of a sudden Monday rolls around again. It's the same thing. Really? Honestly, yeah. I'm the polar opposite. 
you start off sluggish. Yeah. Like if I actually take a full weekend off Monday rolls around, I'm like, I do not want to go back to work. Yeah. Like I just want to play forever because playing was fun. So like I'm, I'm the opposite. Like I, I have to, I think it's mine is pretty much just habit based. Like if I string together 14, 16, 18 days straight of work, it's really easy for me not to stop. But like if I go on vacay, I realize how fun vacay is or how fun a weekend is. And I'm like, oh, I love what I do, but I don't want to go and work again because play is just more fun than work as much as I love work. Well, that's like, that's how it was basically this weekend was like this weekend was super fun. Like went golfing, went on the boat and then I got in bed and I was just like, kind of, I was kind of like, oh, that, I wish I could keep that going. And then all of a sudden I'm like, all right, well now I got to turn it on. And today I was pretty like active with stuff. And then all of a sudden, like later in the day when the day was almost over or work day, I guess I was just like, man, eh, whatever. I feel like what I've learned from research on the topic, it's just, it actually is just habit based. Like, yeah. None of us have unlimited willpower and it's like proven that someone doesn't even have like 18 hours of willpower technically on their own where you can just like call on it. And I think we've talked about this before where we're like, you know, willpower is kind of like a Tesla where you have to recharge it over and over because as you make decisions, your willpower drains and then you have to pick your top decisions at the beginning when your battery's full. So you don't drop the eight ball later on when the battery's on empty. But I'm actually happy you brought this up because believe it or not, I didn't have a big problem with staying focused but I had a problem being focused on one thing and without being focused on one thing with one motivating end goal, it was hard to keep going every day. And Ashley and I, Ashley, my wife, and I just spent a ton of time working on that today, surprisingly. So it's good timing because, so I was talking to her about last summer. It's last summer. Yeah. We went to Carmel last fall. You guys came to Carmel, uh, went for a month and a half. And that was like kind of my one goal where it was like, I'm working all through the summer to save or make X amount of money to make sure I can leave for a month and a half without working, have the house we had, have people out, pay for everything, right? Not have to worry about it at all. And that kept me really motivated for three months or four months of summer because I get unmotivated during summer because I want to have fun outside in the winter time. It's not hard. It's, it's just winter. It feels like the time to work and get things done because I don't want to go out in the cold, but summertime, I want to golf. I want to go on the lake, all those good things. And so I need one driving action that I can aim for six months down the road. And Ashley and I talked about it today because we were like, all right, what is our big, what is our one thing going to be? Like we need one focus point and anything that comes in from all angles, we have to just know if it hits our key focus or it doesn't. 
So even if it's a great opportunity, we need to be able to say, yes, that works or no, even though it's a good opportunity, they'll have to wait until our next time period. So we thought about it and we're like, okay, we want one big goal for the next six months. What is it going to be? Our number one option. And I hope you guys don't mind if I just break down the whole conversation. Um, our first option was to go on a seven month national park tour. So we just get up and leave, take an RV, travel the country, go to every national park and then fly to the ones in Alaska, Hawaii, and on one other Island. I don't remember what Island, but so we talked about that. That was option number one. Option number two was to essentially just buy more properties. So option number two was to create a bank account where we put 40%. Well, we originally started by saying by putting 50% of all of our paychecks into that account and spending all that money on more real estate investments. Option number three was putting 25% of all paychecks into an account to save, to expand three timbers. So like buy trucks, buy trailers, bring the old glory back. Um, really? Yeah. So 25% on that and then 25% on travel. So those were our three options that we were debating on. So we sat there together and we're like, okay, what's the thing that's going to keep us most motivated over the next six months? Like, what do we want? And we thought about the seven months of a national park and we're like, okay, that would be super, super fun. But if we had some properties we needed to reno or some properties to rehab and more properties to work on, would we even be thinking about a trip? Because wouldn't we be fully entertained by the renos? We're like, yeah, we really would be. And the reason why we're talking about trips right now is because we haven't gone on one in a while and we're a little bored and a little secure with what's going on. So we want to do something different to change it up. So because we decided that our second option of doing a rehab would ultimately help solve that lack or that missing piece that would come along with the first option of going on a national park tour, we decided, okay, number two is our number one option at the moment, which is doing a rehab. So we compared our second option, which was the rehab to the three timbers deal and the travel deal. And we thought about it and we're like, yeah, you know, three timbers would be really cool to build and we will still build it on the side, but to go all in on it, it's neither of our dreams. Like I might want three timber to become a nice passive income and I believe I can get it there, but that's not my dream for the next six months. That's not where I'm happiest six months from now. Um, so that made it easy where we were like, okay, our number one priority for the next six months is to save enough money to do several properties. That doesn't mean the right deal is going to come along, but our goal is going to be to watch the bank account, our savings for that real estate investment or investments grow over the next couple months and constantly measure it and track it every week. So we know we're making progress and we're doing a good job. And you know, as a, as like a side motivator, we're going to be taking and saving, and we've done this all along, um, saving 10% of all of our income and throwing it in our trip jar. So we've done that ever since we got married. So just, it creates this extra motivation for us. We're not necessarily money hungry people. We're more experience based individuals. And that's what motivates us. 
So the fact that we can tie our income and tie our workload and our success to experiences, which for us is rehabbing a place, taking on the risk of buildings, whatever it is, but also tying it to the experience of traveling the world, that keeps us very motivated every day. And it wouldn't keep us motivated every day if there weren't extreme measurables involved. Like we have goals that we have to hit every three weeks and we work as a team to hit those goals. And it becomes a game. It becomes fun, you know, and having it based off a percentage and having this one focus that it's just like, here's the deal. It doesn't matter what comes up. This is our one focus for the next six months. It becomes really easy to just always focus on that one thing. That's the one thing I want no matter what. And then I don't get all confused and have my mind go everywhere and lose. Yeah lose the motivation. What were you going to say, Joe? So what's the, what's the one thing? Is it, is it saving money in order to do these renos? Is it saving money? And then on top of that is the one thing to vet a certain number of places. Cause like, yeah. you know, like no, your, your one thing isn't to, I mean, your goal, I mean, your goal is to invest in a, um, a well-vetted place. Your goal isn't just to invest, right? I mean, Correct. the right deal has to come about. So is, is the goal to like vet a certain amount of, um, of, of renos or possible renos, or is it, uh, you know, a combination goal of um, vet a certain amount of places and, you know, analyze the amount you're saving in order to do that? Yeah, so that's a good question. Obviously, it's going to be different for everybody. Uh, for us, like Joey was just saying, you don't know when that right deal is going to come about. I mean, the places that we've bought so far, it's taken a year, year and a half to buy each one. And that's just the way that it is. We can make an offer on 10 places, 20 places, and no one agrees. So we can't really tie it to that. Therefore, we are actually just deciding based on the fact that we want that to be our one big thing of doing a property, doing multiple properties. We know how much we make every week. So we know what percentage of that gives us the best chance of whenever a good deal comes up, it gives us the best chance to jump on that deal. And so we're actually dividing up our incomes. So every paycheck that comes in, we love the 50-50 rule. Um, we only spend 50% of what we make, which usually we don't do that at all, but that's the amount that goes in our checking. And based on our one big thing right now, which is more properties, we're going to be putting 40% of every single one of our paychecks into a new account saving for that property. And then, like I said, the last 10% goes to trips. So although we don't have an exact amount of properties we want to sift through, an exact budget for what we want to spend on the properties because that's the one thing that we believe will make us happiest in the next six months. We are just working on constantly taking every bit of what we do now and putting it towards the opportunity of doing that later. And for some reason for us, and this definitely, we're really, we're definitely not in the norm here, but that idea of working hard to have more money to do more deals 
and have more rehabs and take on more work, that gets us super excited, right? So that that's just our thing. And it's not super easy for other people to mimic. So I'm sorry for that. And, but it's just a matter of, I guess, for something that people can mimic that I believe really helps with motivation and not leading you astray is finding that one thing. Obviously, we've talked about in the past that you have five-year goals and you break it down to one-year goals and then monthly and whatever else. But just make sure you find one thing that you can sincerely say, I'm doing this for the next X amount of time and nothing can change my mind. Like this is just what I'm committing to. And as hard as it gets along the way, I'm still committed to that thing. And I'm not straying from that until X amount of time. And then I'll reevaluate. But until then, I have to give this my all to make it happen. And when you start seeing yourself progress towards the one thing that you decided is going to make you happiest at the moment, it's super motivating. It becomes this crazy fun game. And you just want to do it every day. So that's my advice when it comes to like, how do you stay motivated every week? It's that I legitimately just have the one thing I want to do more than anything. And that's my focus. So I have no choice and it keeps me yeah, focused. Yeah. And just, I mean, it's, I mean, you, you broke it down well. And like you said, what exactly you said isn't a hundred percent relatable, but you simplified it in a way that is extremely relatable. And that's just, you know, the long-term goal. And that is really what, um, you know, can help you stay motivated, keep you chugging along, working towards that goal. I mean, if you don't have that, it's totally understandable. If you don't have that long-term goal, I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's hard. You're, you're going day in and day out and you're just like, all right, I'm pushing myself. I'm working X amount of hours a week. And like, yeah, I'm like doing good work, but like, what, what am I going after? You know, like you could be doing some great stuff and, it's just like each day it's just almost a struggle to find regain that motivation because it's you don't know what you're exactly striving for and and that can make it really difficult so just just having that that long-term look at something having that long-term goal can give you a purpose can give that long all-nighter you know a purpose and um allow you to regain some um some willpower to regain some bandwidth in order to um, push towards that, that long-term goal. And just to piggyback off of that, that all nighter, you should actually take time to figure out if you even should be pulling all nighters. Like me working the amount of hours I work, if I really sat down and analyzed that all I want to do is live in a trailer on a lake in the mountains I don't need to make the amount of money I'm making. I don't need to build the build, the companies that I'm building because of the thing that's going to make me happiest is that trailer. There are a lot of things that I can do right now to make that a reality a whole lot quicker than working those hundred hour weeks. And I, I can't imagine going in to every day and just putting in the hours without. And I agree. Most people don't have a direction, but that would really 
that would be hard to stay motivated without a direction because what I guess I don't see the point because you don't even know if you're doing the right thing. It's just another day that passes and it hasn't delivered any type of progress to an end goal. It's just the completion of another 24 hour span and you're going to keep repeating that over and over and over until you die. Very true. But I, why do you think, why do you think most people don't have that end goal or like Brandon, actually joy too. Do you, do you guys have like five-year goals or even a year goal or six month goals that you've kind of mapped out that you want to accomplish? I mean, I have like a year goal, but I haven't really thought of like much after that because I just want to see, I don't know. I just want to see if that actually, if I can accomplish that and focus on that. But Can you share your year goal? Get a new job. So is that like a by the end of 2020 goal? Yeah. I mean, if this stuff keeps going on it makes it a little tougher but yeah i'll figure it out a way but no i mean like that was my goal last year and i made a lot more headway than i thought i would by actually getting interviews at places and stuff so i think it's if i wouldn't have if i would have just said like oh yeah i want a job next year and then just like kind of coasted and not done anything i would have been in the same spot so the fact that i said i was going to do that and i had that in my head for that year that it was kind of like putting pressure on myself, like good pressure to actually do something about it and make a change. So it's just keeping that this year and not giving up on it. So are you finding that 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 is a very good goal? And I like that goal. But are you finding that that doesn't excite you enough that it keeps you motivated every day? Yeah. And that's kind of the thing where it's like, where you wake up on a Monday and you want to like do all this stuff and then you realize, well, what more do I need to do? And then you kind of just, or at least I just kind of keep thinking, I'm like, I don't know what else I need to do here that can help me. So it's trying to focus more on what I can actually do instead of just giving up on it right away so and not you, keeping that motivation through the week. Do you do something every day, no matter how small or big it is? to take that one is, step in the that direction has been my problem lately is I haven't because like with this class like I'll do it and then I'll just kind of forget about it for like three days and I'm like oh crap I could easily be done with this by now and I'm not so that's where I have to actually like I have to give myself some sort of reminder or some sort of kick in the butt that like actually my kick in the butt was when the payment went through where it was like thanks for another month and I was like oh my god it's like, I need to actually like do this or else this is just like $90 down the drain. So that was my kick in the boat where I like, I got the email and I was like, all right, crap, I got to do this. Cause I, I, I have a question and this is because we've talked about this a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with you, is there a chance that no, there isn't a chance, but I, I just feel like there's no way you've even defined what you want yet. 
out of what life <laughs> i mean i think about that like every day what do i want but like without defining it i mean i could say i want a different job but if i don't have anything beyond that different job explaining why i want a different job what that different job looks like what my life looks like in that happier more awesome job like how do you keep doing it every day like you need a you can't just joey made me try to explain how i measure my end goal and granted mine is different than i mean everyone has a different situation but i feel like yours is your end goal is so broad it's just i want to find a new job it's not necessarily i want to find my dream job it's not necessarily i want to find the job i love it's not necessarily okay yes it is i want to find the job i love because that's kind of what we talked about whenever that was a couple weeks ago whereas before I felt like I just needed to get out and I would take the first thing that came my way. And then it was more, let's search and find something and actually figure out what it is and not just take the first thing that comes along. Cause that's just not going to work. Yeah. So yes, it is to find something that I can see my, myself going and falling in love with and not, not enjoying after like a year. I feel like the thing you struggle with more than anything when it comes to this stuff is developing a consistent habit. Yeah. Or I don't know, maybe you just don't have people around you on a consistent basis that help you create that habit. No, it, it like I, it's no, not that. No. Well, I'm asking. It because, is it, because when you and I, when you and I worked every day after you were done with work, it became really easy for you to work for a very long time every week. Yeah. Well, you that's what it is. Complain about it or think it's, about it. It's me. Like that's what it is. I have to find that in myself because I can't. I mean, it is good to have you guys, but I can't rely on that twenty-four-seven to. I have to actually push myself. So. Yeah, but sometimes the way people succeed, they don't always succeed by just saying it's on me and I need to figure it out. They succeed by creating an environment around them that allows them to succeed based on their weaknesses and their strengths. Yeah. Like my environment is built in a way that allows me to be most productive, allows me to keep pushing myself the hardest. And without that environment, my whole balance gets out of whack. And it's not just on me. Like I, I don't have the ability to just do it on my own. Yeah. And recently well, it has felt like, what? I'm not saying I'm just like relying solely on myself. Yeah, I know, but I mean, if you know that you have certain ticks or you have certain things that you do that make it so you don't develop the habit, like you got to get people involved to make you develop the habit. Yeah. Or like 
I don't know. It's got to, you have to have people in it that really, really crush you to be better. Like, mm-hmm. Ashley, Ashley Dent used to be that person for me, and now she is. And I genuinely care about her opinion more than anyone's. Well, I should because we're married. But now it's nice because if she sees me struggling, she knows what my biggest... I've sat there and defined with her what my biggest weaknesses are and when things get out of alignment. And it's when I get so many opportunities that I try to jump into so many things and then nothing gets done to its full potential because I'm trying to do so much. And when she sees my life get out of whack, since we've identified it together, she says, okay, what's going on? What's the one thing we need to do? Like, what's the one thing we need to do? And I feel like you need to decide you need to potentially find a person and joy. You would know better than me. Cause you've lived with Brandon forever, but, but define a, like find a person, whether it's Tatum, your mommy, your daddy, some random friend that I don't know about that you really genuinely want to impress, or you really genuinely think can hold you to a high standard that you spend a lot of time with that essentially says, Hey, did you get this done before we hang out? Or, hey, do you want to do this together? Because I know this is important. And because this is the one big thing for you, it should be the one thing for me. And I support you with it. Like that kind of stuff makes it easier. Yeah. Like in my family, we know what Michael's one big thing is, which is passing all of the, what's the, is it CFA? passing all the CFAs and getting all of his licenses right now. And he's already gotten three of his licenses and he wants to make sure he gets through the CFA in a year. And we know what he needs for that. Right. So before we even went on Lake Minnetonka, we looked down, we go, did you do the four hours of studying? You said you need to do every day to get to your goal. Cause we can wait. He's like, yep. I did it this morning. My four hours are done. We're like, okay, great. Let's go. And we've had times where he's like, no, I haven't. We'll be like, well, you should probably do your four hours before we actually go out on this hike. And he's like, yep, you're right. Cause we're all in it together and you need to find that support group that makes you better. Especially if it's someone, and this isn't a negative, but if it's someone like you, Cause you can use you, you're good with a support system. Yeah. That's not a weakness. It's just identifying what you can use. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? I, I could just be completely wrong, but I just think you need to help no, yourself. I, no, I think, I think it's important to have that good environment around you. Um, you know, there's there's a good balance between the two i mean you definitely need to be self-motivated um in order to do in in order to excel and reach certain goals um but you know there comes times where you definitely need others you need a good system in place um in order to 
bring you on the right track. You know, a lot of the times um, you can really start to get like really deep into something and you don't have that opportunity to really step back and see if, you know, you're not even on the right track anymore and other people's perspectives. And while you, you don't want to, you know, abide by, you know, other people's perspectives always, it's, it's good to get, you know, someone that you trust and, and someone that you know is looking out for your best interest and, and to really ask them like, uh, you know, is, is, am I still on the right path is, do you think this is where I need to be going? Um, just so you're not digging yourself into a hole and, and later you find out, wow, I just spent a month of my life doing this and it really didn't help me out. And so I, I definitely think there's a good balance between, you know, self-motivating um, and having that support system because, um, you know, the support system can keep you in the right direction. They can also motivate you, but only to a certain extent, you know, Bobby can only give me so many motivating speeches um, that'll get me somewhere. And, but at some point I need to take life into my own hands and be like, all right, you need to get shit done right now. And so then you need to take it from there, you know? So it's, it's a good combination of the two, but um, it's, you really need to have both in your, both in your life in order to really, really excel. I agree. I like that. Yeah. But, and, and in terms of, and I know eventually we're going to get to me and my long-term vision, but mine is, mine is pretty broad too, to be honest with you. Like yours, Brandon, uh, mine's not as detailed as Bobby's is. Um, you know, mine, do I look like I have a black eye right now? It's really distracting. Yeah. Good fun. <laughs> No, it um, doesn't. It doesn't. You look tired. That's all I can oh, see right now. What if he wasn't tired? Yeah, I went in the office first time today. It was really nice, actually. But um, the uh, my long-term goal is it's pretty broad, and I probably do need to make it a little more specific to help my motivation because that's probably why I'm just so deathly tired and constantly for the last month is um, – it, I, I probably was just explaining myself when I was like going day in and day out and you don't have the long-term goal. It's one of those <laughs> things where you're like, you can say all you want until you actually do it. And then I don't know. It's just, it, okay. This might be off topic, but I see like, I saw like a meme on Instagram and it was like this person <laughs> giving like, mental health advice and being like this is what you need to do right now for like your mental health blah 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 and then there was like a second picture that was like and this person's current mental health and it was like a dumpster fire or something like that <laughs> just like yeah. giving advice on something that they're just absolute shit at <laughs> yeah. um but yeah side side tangent anyways so my um my goal would is is a little more broad like i was saying but it's more of um, gaining this experience and gaining this technical knowledge um, at this point in time in order for me to incorporate that technical knowledge and experience into um, an opportunity that comes about further into the future. It doesn't have to be further, whenever into the future that, um, that I'm truly interested in and, and want to pursue. So it's, it's pretty broad at this point, but 
um, that's kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And I, and I do find what I do interesting and, um, and I like it. Um, but I, I really want to gain this, this knowledge and this experience and this, whether that's technical experience and knowledge, whether that's personable working with people and understanding how to manage clients, whether that's understanding how to manage people that I work with above and below me and, um, and how that all works. Um, it's, it's very uh, good experience and knowledge to have. How do you know when you reach that? Like, isn't there an know. endless amount of knowledge that you can have? Well, right, right. It, yeah. And the, the end goal isn't to reach a certain point of knowledge. The end goal is to see the opportunity and whatever, whenever that opportunity presents itself to take hold of that and then really navigate towards that and using what I've, um, the knowledge that I've gained uh, up to that point. So I'm going to ask you a follow-up because I'm just trying to understand this a little more. So when things are like really crappy, right? And you really need to dig deep to fight through a week. Are you sitting there like, Oh, I'm going to get more knowledge. Yes. This gets me through the week. Or is it something else? Um, Or is it just your habit? It's something so that... else. That's, I don't think that's what gets that's motivates me through. Like the really, really like hard times or like the late nights. Um, what motivates me through is, um, I guess, the relationships that I have with the people that I work with mm. and the clients that I have and really, I mean, helping my clients and it sounds, it, it sounds a little odd just because people like in my profession don't really, well, I guess not exactly my profession, but just when people are auditing, they don't think about like, I care about my client. I really want to get this audit done. I could see that's that. not, they don't give a shit about that. Yeah. That doesn't, no, it doesn't go through people's heads. It's, but like what I'm doing is I'm trying to create these relationships with clients and, and I care about like their people are trying to sell their businesses and they're, these people's businesses are their babies and yeah. they truly care about them. And I want to treat them with, you know, the most respect and, I want to help them through this time that a lot of people just like have no idea how this process works. And I love that while I'm not like super knowledgeable about it, I know a decent amount where I can help them through and help them through this time where um, it means a lot to them and I'm able to provide that service for them. And that along with um, the people that I work with, I really care about and I don't want to let them down. And uh, you know, I, I love being able to put out a good product for them and, and, uh, and for my client as well. So. So yeah, I find that fascinating. That's why I like to hear your take because when things are getting really tough for me and I'm thinking about either going to bed or keep grinding, I, 
I, I do genuinely care about my students and my customers and my tenants. I do like, I want them to have the best life ever, but my daily life doesn't involve putting fires out for them or just like directly impacting them based on that hour of work. Right. So mm-hmm. for me, it's interesting hearing you say that because if a week gets really, really tough for me, I have to call on that one thing that's driving me. Like right now, when I have tough weeks, probably when you and I work on building that wall, if things are just going to hell in a handbag and nothing's working but you out. Got me there. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be the best part, but <laughs> I'm just losing money. And I'm like, I should just quit on this project. All I'll think about the whole time is like, you have that goal of getting X amount of money and it's not about the money, but it's about having the experiences of rehabbing some places. And I'll think about it. I'll be like, if you figure out how to do this a little bit better and you figure out how to lose a little less money on this project, you're a little closer to doing that next rehab. Or if things are really tough and I hate the job because I'm not motivated by money at all. Unfortunately, I wish I was a little bit make me, I'd make better decisions, but since I'm not, I could be getting paid a lot for a job, but if the job sucks, I want to just walk. But I need that. I need like, whenever I'm thinking about walking, it's always that one goal. And whether that's a trip or in this scenario, a house I can do, I'll just end up thinking about that for the rest of the day. As I get my work done, I'll just think one step closer. Like this excites me because you're one step closer. And I think that's cool that you sit there and you genuinely are just like, you're doing this for the customer. I need to keep doing this for the customer or I want to make sure I, I save face and make a good impression on all the people that I work with because I want to be a good leader or whatever else. That's, that's good. That's a really good one. I wish I was that. Yeah. Well, awesome. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) But I mean, I wouldn't say it's like, I do think a more definitive longer term thing would make me more motivated. Um, Like, I don't know at the moment what that would be. Because when I'm when I'm hearing all this and when I'm talking through what I'm talking through, you know, um, and you're saying like, what's that one thing that you come to? I mean, like throughout the day, I mean, that's the stuff that kind of motivates me. But, you know, when you hit those late nights, what's that one thing that really motivates you? And and like, I guess, like, I don't know what that one thing is. Like, I know I explained to you what does motivate me, but when I like think about it, I'm like how does, how have I gotten through all these late nights? (laughs) Um, I don't know. And it does really mean a lot to me. Um, But I don't know, maybe there's something more motivating me right now that I can't think of, but um, I don't know. I feel like there should be something a little more there. Do you guys take time to map out your life at all? I mean, like, genuinely, I'm saying, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so bad. Do you guys even, bad. like, think about the future? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. That definitely did come off that way, and I did not mean it to come out that way. Do you guys, do you guys take time, like, 
do you time block any amount of time at all to just sit there and try to map out what your next month looks like or your next three months or your next year? So you have an idea of if you're hitting that for the year or anything like that? Not I used really. to do that a little bit and we do, we do um, meetings with our managers to kind of look at kind of goals we want to hit and things like that. And, where we're at for the year and, and kind of where we want to look towards um, in another year pretty much. And I guess it's a conversation that is pretty quick. Um, but I feel like that's kind of on me and um, somewhat in the sense of, you know, um, I really got to ask the deeper questions of kind of where I want to go with this and, and where I want to be. And, you know, like one thing I like truly love about where I work is they're so invested in, in me, in the fact that they ask me so much, like, what do you, like, what do you actually want to do? And Hmm. um, like, where do you want to be? And like for instance the last conversation i had was um with my coach i was like i i don't really want to be doing um it's a specific thing that i'm doing right now um for for the the company and he's like oh yeah we don't we don't we don't want you to do that either long term he's like my off that's great. Um, and <laughs> he's like, yeah, I mean, like we want you to, you know, um, um, continue doing this for a little bit and then eventually, you know, um, maybe move to a different service line that you're interested in, maybe create your own service line within the firm or, or do something like that. And so they curiously, or they, they sincerely like ask me what I want to do and they do everything they can in order to make that happen. And that like truly means a lot and why I have so much, you know, loyalty to these people and why I truly care about them so much is because they invest in me so much and they've shown that they care about my future and my career so much. And, and I like, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's definitely a cool company culture right there. Yeah, it is. Like, even if it's not like in their best interest of like, me like honestly they i've heard them talk about this with other people and they're like yes this person there's been two people that have been asking not asked but said they want to leave um they don't know where they want to go yet and we've (laughs) our firm has helped them find a job at other places that because they've they've been like yeah i'm interested in this this and this and we have so many clients in all different types of industries. And so, you know, they reach out to our clients and, and kind of see kind of their needs and, and they know the industries and all of our partners, like kind of each of the partners knows their client very well and know, knows how they operate. And so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. The network that we have in order to almost employ people as well and see what they're interested in. That's so cool. I know EY does that too. Mm-hmm. And their thing is even more extreme which is super cool. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like they, how big they are. So they like Michael talked to them and they essentially just said, here's the deal. 
we want you to have the greatest career you can possibly have. So you work for us for five years. And then at that point, we'll evaluate if you want to stay with us or we can place you somewhere. And if you don't like us, we can get you executive level positions at other companies and we'll just get you that job. We want you to have your dream job, whether it's with us or not. And that, that's, that's such a great pitch. And honestly, I'm going to say this because I don't think a lot of people actually think about what they want. Like that's just a great pitch because most people don't dive in enough where they probably just mostly stay with EY, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a very calculated risk, I feel like. And they, they have a pretty good idea of the fact that when five years comes and goes, people are going to just be like, well, I don't, I don't know what else I'd want to do. So I'll just stay here. Well, yeah. Like even with that, even if you had like a slight mindset of like, maybe it's not totally, I don't know what I want to do, but it's still just like, man, these like pe- these people truly like care about my future, my career. I might as well just stay here and like, yeah. I I can still have the option to like leave and help them and have them help me have them help me get placed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, it's just a great culture. I mean, maybe they're doing it to get people for a couple of years. Definitely could be, maybe they're doing it because they truly care about people's careers could be, maybe it's a little bit of both. Um, but it's, it's a great culture to have, whether it's yeah, either or. Yeah. So I definitely encourage you guys if whenever you guys have like a free day and it's rainy and you're bored, just spend like an hour or two really sitting there. Just just grab a notebook and just sit there and think about your life and think about what you want and jot down notes on what you want. And just even if they're the most random thoughts ever, just keep jotting and at least make yourself start thinking about what you actually want. Because I understand like joy, you're perfectly happy with your career and you like what you do, but I can, I imagine you would have the ability to have all those same feelings and just multiply it by more. If it all fit into this grand scheme of what you really wanted in 10 years. And People, I, in my true belief, I just think people don't take the time because number one, they think, well, it's stupid because they just think I I don't need to sit there and take time to think about my life. Number two, I think it's uncomfortable because a lot of us don't know what we want. So when we start trying to think of what we want, we start to freak out because we're like, "Well, well, I don't know what I want. And I'm supposed to like, there's no pressure. There's no time limit. You don't need to know. It's just creating a culture within your own head that you're constantly trying to innovate and ideate around your best life. And I don't think enough people are doing life audits when they should be. I don't think enough people Mm -hmm. are sitting there and brainstorming about their life as a product, how they make it better. I sit there right. all giving the time them, doing that. Sorry, go ahead. Giving themselves di- like, like directional motivation. Yeah. 
you know, like giving your life a little more direction. Like, I feel like a lot of people get caught in like, even like hard workers, you know, they'll, they'll like, they have like a little kind of path set up for them. Mm -hmm. They didn't create it at all, but it was kind of, they are just kind of dropped into it. And then they just like work super hard in that path and which might be great for some people, but it's also, you need to think about like, is that's great that that path is set up for you and and you're hardworking. So maybe that's set up nicely, but is that the path you want? Um, You know, and it's okay if if it is, that's totally fine. But if it's not, maybe um, you need to kind of shift something a little bit and it doesn't have to be a drastic change or anything like that, but maybe just Mm -hmm. shifting your focus just a little bit. Five minutes um, a day. In terms of where you eventually want to be. Mm-hmm. Five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. We all have time for that. And that's just one step closer to that one thing you identify that will make you super happy. It seems stupid not to do it. I don't know why. I just look at every situation like a business, like the same structure. Like if you start a business, you have to constantly innovate and constantly make it better. Like we've had conversations about this when it comes to religion and church. We always talk about like how our churches just not run like big businesses from the standpoint of the same marketing, the same PR, the same homily message that genuinely fits your audience. And you do research on that stuff and make sure that it's, you know, that's how I feel about Mm -hmm. my life too. Like my life is a business. Like I don't think about it like, oh, monetary wise, but I think about it as a, it's a structure that can constantly improve. And if I have a limited amount of time on this earth, I need to work on it on regular intervals to identify where the improvements need to be made. Are people, is my competition catching up because I'm falling apart? Is like just all of those things. Am I still running like a well-oiled machine or am I part of my, like, are there parts of me that are just broken? And I think just, I really encourage you guys to take the time to do it because when you start doing it on a regular basis, you're going to have moments where you're like, wow, that thing I thought made me happy really doesn't make me happy. There is another underlying thing within that thing that actually makes me happy. And I waste a bunch of time doing the things I don't like because I think that's the thing that makes me happy. There's just... I don't know. There's so many things that you're going to identify. And when you do it on a regular basis, you're going to find your mind naturally wandering. And maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing, but you're going to have weeks where you're just like, maybe it's time for me to try this new thing. And your mind will just naturally do it and you'll want to explore it. And I think that's a really fun way to just really truly enjoy life to the fullest. So I don't know. That's my advice potentially. I think, potentially. That, I think that was a wonderful closing. I'm not even going to try to top that. Yeah. Anything I say, anything, anything I say at this point will, will get people off their, uh, off their hype train. Their oh, motivation. You agree? Works for me. I kind of like his closings, but I will close with something. As you guys heard, we are going by Pocket Thoughts, 
and all this stuff falls within the Bobby Mason audio experience. So you guys heard me talk about it earlier. There's now three parts of the Bobby Mason audio experience and pocket thoughts is one of the big parts, as you guys know, because all of you guys love pocket thoughts. So thank you for supporting all three of us. If you guys like our mm-hmm. new opener, just say we love it. If you don't like it, be honest, because I ran a poll on Instagram and legitimately a hundred people voted and 53% of them liked it. And 47% of them said, make a change. So I have not made a change yet because we can always improve over time. And I wanted to make sure you guys had something for this episode, but we're always willing to change just like we're willing to change personally. We're willing to change in our podcast. So we'll always try to make it better with your feedback. So like always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week on pocket thoughts. Yes. Bye. Bye. And ladies. Bye.